hello and welcome to shaman sisters sessions episode 32 integration i am katherine bird and i am here with my dear shaman sister michelle hawk in person live yay for um, once for once this is our our six over six months we've been doing this uh podcast and this is our first in person live at the same time episode so we are Super excited to be here with you today, both of us in person. Mm -hmm. We've spent the last week together having an incredible, amazing time. Lots of adventures. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, we, Michelle and I have been friends for years, but it feels like centuries. And Probably has been. <laughs> eons, eons. And so we we get to do this amazing uh, show together every week, and and get to spend time chatting about it, and and uh, chatting about our lives and the work that we do. And it's just, but we only get to see each other in person a couple times a year now that we're living so far away. Mm -hmm. So this has just been a really super special experience for for me to have Michelle here in my home and blessing me with her amazing, um, just everythingness that she is, all the things, as Michelle says. And, <laughs> and um, to get to uh, have some ceremonial experiences together over this weekend and facilitating a galactic activation uh, channeling session um, on Sunday. Uh, we spent about four hours uh, opening people's channels to galactic mm -hmm. energies and, and talking to galactic beings through them. Which was super fun, but coming off of a very intense weekend. So it was kind of the you know last couple of miles of the marathon there. It was a little exhausting, but wonderful. So uh, knowing that and knowing the experiences that we've been having this week, and the experiences we have all the time, uh, we wanted to discuss this topic of integration. And um, integration is often something that we, um, as people, we, we overlook a lot on our path. We're, um, you know, most of you are obviously your spiritual seekers, and we, you know, we have all of these things that we do. We go to a meditation retreat, um, a transformational experience or workshop, uh, go to receive a healing session, go to a ceremony, a medicine ceremony or other kind of ceremonial experience. Um, you know, we, we have these upgrades to our system that are just happening at home um, and, you know, in our practices that we're doing. and often we the, those are the catalyst moments yeah those are the the really deep alchemy moments where we receive a huge infusion of energy or uh, as you were mentioning upgrades to the system especially in uh, you know over this weekend there were a lot of system alterations and upgrades that were made for ourselves and then also for the people uh, for whom we were facilitating this galactic channeling work this is part of the work these catalyst moments but integration is where you bring it all in and you actually ground it in the body you ground it in your physical earth plane existence you ground it in the etheric field you ground it in your karmic blueprints and integration is one of the most important and often most overlooked parts of the healing process this is why we wanted to do this particular episode today coming off of a very intense alchemical catalytic 
weekend because this is what we're doing now is we're doing some really deep integration yesterday you should have seen us we did almost nothing it was wonderful because we were in deep integration process and we'll talk a little bit more about what that looks like and some tools and techniques for you to really drop into integration yeah so what are we talking about here what like what is what is integration um, you know, what, what, what does it mean? Mm -hmm. Um, we kind of hear the word a lot. Oh, I need to, you know, integrate, or we tell people maybe at the end of a healing session, you might hear, oh, you need to go and integrate this. Um, yeah. what, are, what do we, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, as we were saying with these really high energy moments, these very like focused points in time, ceremony, healing sessions, um, you know, system upgrades, etc you're altering your frequency in a deep, profound way. You're making changes not only in the etheric bodies, in the, uh, you know, in the astral plane, you're making changes in your karmic blueprint, you're making changes to your physical body, and all of that takes a while to settle down. And I would say, actually, the physical body is the thing that moves at the slowest speed. These changes are made in the astral plane, they're made in the, the auric field, they're made in the energy bodies, and it takes a minute for all of our earthly parts of ourselves to catch up to speed. And the human body is the thing, again, that moves the slowest and needs the most coaxing along to continue to raise the frequency. As we're having these deep, profound catalyst moments, we're raising our frequency. And it, again, takes a minute to drop it into the physical plane. And the best thing that we can do for ourselves during that time is to take very deep care of our physical bodies, to nurture our physical bodies because they need the most support in meeting that vibration, continuing to raise the vibration. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, we're also talking about the integration into life, into the, the, the way of being on a day-to-day -day basis, on um, you know the the changes that are necessary <clears throat> to enact in order to um, continue this uh, upgrade and vibrational shift, and to um, have the supportive. Uh, practices and, and things that you're doing on a regular basis, on a day-to-day -day basis, that are integrating the, the thing. So if you're in a meditation, you're in a ceremony, you're in a healing session, and you get this powerful information about yourself, you mm -hmm. get this amazing you know, download of, of awareness, and then from there, there is usually a need to shift some aspects of your life in order to integrate that information into your being. And sometimes it, sometimes it calls for radical shifts in mm -hmm. um, relationships and ways that you approach your work or the world, uh, you know, the way that you're eating, the way that you're sleeping, the way that um, you're interacting with yourself, <clears throat> self-talk. Um, a lot of times we'll have the sort of like aha um, experience, but then we have to continue to, um, you know, change the neural pathways that we're used to in terms of, of the way that we, we talk to ourselves and the way that we uh, decide to, um, you know, take in media or, or uh, you know, the different things that we're doing, the way that we, the way that we eat or the way that we um, are, 
are kind of our habitual patterns that we've gotten ourselves into. And, mm -hmm. and that sometimes those are the more challenging pieces uh, to support the, this upgrade of information. Absolutely. Yeah, the reprogramming, I think, is a huge component. You know, so many people, and we've all heard stories of these people who, and we've been these people, right, who have those profound moments of, oh, I'm, you know, in this catalytic moment, there, again, that catalyst, that spark of change, I feel so inspired to make all these changes in my life, or, you know, whatever the deal is, and, and when we're high off that energy, when we're fresh out of a healing session, fresh out of an amazing meditation or a ceremony, it feels like, okay, yes, you're full of that spark, but unless you nurture that spark, it's going to fizzle out. So you need to, you know, add your kindling of, okay, I'm going to start, you know, making changes, little adding in little baby practices and, uh, you know, start asking my questions to build new habits to really nurture that spark into a healthy blaze of new way of being. Right. Yeah. Um, because I think our dear brother Kai always says that ceremony is starts the day after ceremony, mm -hmm. um, and uh, that is couldn't be more true. And we also know, and maybe have been the people where we're, you know, always like feeling like we need to be back in ceremony, or we need to be back in, um, mm -hmm. you know, this experience, we need to go see this healer, we need to have this experience again, um, in order to, to keep us at this level and place, but then go away and not do the actual work that keeps that, that flowing. And so we become dependent and, um, you know, reliant on this, like that sparking constantly. Yeah. And really that sparking constantly can actually kind of blow us out and, and be overwhelming to our, our energy bodies. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's not having a support, it's not being held within, um, you know, a supportive structure when you're not having the, the big catalytic experience. Yeah. It's like, you know, almost like new relationship energy. Of, oh yeah right <laughs> totally yeah new relationship energy in the uh in the energy body or in the energy work context you know where it's it's fun and exciting and stimulating and then as soon as it starts to fade well not fade but as soon as that spark starts to go and like oh i have to do the work now oh better have another healing session you know kind of keep that high going um and one of the things that i really like to tell people about ceremony and you know this this is a covering a huge spectrum of ceremonies here. I've been a participant in many different kinds of ceremonies over the years. Ceremony does not exist outside of the context of the rest of your life. I feel as though people, uh, that was actually a, a big problem that I had with a, um, you know, this particular gathering that I attended several years ago. Many of the people who I saw there were there kind of, you know, they were there to treat it as this, experience that was outside of the rest of their lives. They were there to drop in deep to have this transformational experience and then they went home like nothing had happened. It made me crazy. It made me absolutely crazy and you know I've released a lot of my own personal judgment about it since then but I remember several years ago watching these people and saying what are you doing? Here you are given this precious gift of this amazing rich experience that you get to take home and act upon and you're not acting upon it don't you see what you're throwing away 
and uh, and again since then I've been able to release a lot of my judgment around that but <laughs> uh, but it comes down to again ceremony or this healing work does not exist outside of the context of the rest of your life it is a punctuated moment of intensity that you can then use to incorporate integrate and and ultimately you know continue to make the changes and build the foundation for continued sustainable change mm -hmm. yeah that's really important michelle mm -hmm. um so as we sit within the um you know we also maybe want to mention and, and bring awareness and consciousness to the natural flow of energy and how um you know we're always in a state of expansion or contraction and um you know everything is in a state of expansion or contraction and oftentimes we see the expansion phase the expansion state you know maybe having an, an, an intense experience as being more important as being more of you know like that's that's the real deal that's the real important part and when we contract and actually get quiet need rest need nurturing need to just do nothing we sometimes go oh there must be something wrong with me or mm -hmm. that healing didn't work or that thing didn't work i got this information but it didn't actually work because look at me i'm i'm tired and um i'm i'm kind of struggling right now i'm i'm in this space of struggle and um we're 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 trying to assimilate these things that happen to us and we think oh i should just be like running down the road um and and, and never have this contraction quiet rest healing um moment and we miss so much when we shame ourselves and we get down on ourselves that Oh, I had this incredible experience or this amazing healing, and I kind of feel, I kind of feel a little like crap today. Mm -hmm. I feel just like I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be around people. I don't want to interact. I don't want. Sometimes I don't even want to do my, my, um, my, uh, my practice. I, I feel sad. Um, you know, and, and and that's part of the process. It's an important part of the process, and, and not to beat ourselves up over it. Yes. Someone's chatting in and, you know, that's absolutely right. It takes 48 to 72 hours for the body to adjust to the shifts and expansion of the perispirit. Also, we need to take into account ceremony blues. Yeah, absolutely. That's totally a thing. Mm -hmm. And um, because of what's happening in our neurochemistry and uh, our, our brain can only, um, it can only support so much firing and releasing of, and, um, and, and then it, it needs time to, mm -hmm. the brain needs a lot of time to integrate these experiences. And when we talk about this 48 to 72 hours, this is also very, very important to remember. It's super vital to remember, um, especially if you have had extraction work done mm -hmm. um, in context of wherever it was healing session. Um, if, if you have had something open and pulled out of your field, pulled out of your system, mm -hmm. you have basically kind of a hole in your field. And in those, those 72 hours, you are now refilling and re, um, re, you know, 
pulling light into that area of your of your field where where this extraction has been and so it is very very important to take care of yourself in a very profound way in those hours um, which also mean um, what you're exposing yourself to media news um, you know things that are really traumatic scary movies like yeah. things that that kind of shock your system and and put you in the defensive or or possibly even um, make it so that you know going out to a uh, you know, a bar where there's maybe a lot of, uh, you know, spirits that are there, you know, mm -hmm. hanging out and, and doing their more lower frequency experience might not be the best idea right after you've had an extraction and you sort of have this whole open space in your perispirit. Yeah. It well, needs to be filled with light and love and laughter and joy and play and, think, and rest. Think about it like you just had surgery. Really, you know, because that's actually what you happened know. is you just had psychic surgery. Uh, and this is the case even if you, even regardless of extractions, that's a very intense yeah. example of a healing experience, but there were alterations made to your energetic chemistry, to your physical chemistry, your, uh, your neural pathways were altered. And again, that is all trickling down to the physical level. There were physiological changes made, energetic changes made, and you are no longer the same person that you were before you had this experience. That 48 to 72 hours, and actually in, uh, the integration process really goes much longer, mm -hmm. quite frankly, you know, especially the nature of change. We have, yeah, let's just talk about that for a minute. Like, what is the nature of change? There are these, it's like punctuated equilibrium. Right. And so, uh, you know, this is the biology nerd in me coming about, about like, oh, punctuated equilibrium of speciation, right? Where you have these, no, this is what I studied. This is what I spent years and years studying, where you have these periods where all of a sudden all these, uh, these new species come through and like, you know, it's like life is just exploding out. And then everything's kind of the same for a while as the earth integrates, the new systems calibrate with the new species that uh, that were born that came through and then it happens again and then all of a sudden oh man there are all these new species that are um experiencing speciation and this uh, and these new forms of life created and then it evens out again again punctuated equilibrium and the same is true in the healing process i also want to point out uh, for those of you who missed it we did a couple of episodes a few episodes ago on cycles of power we were talking about the cycles of expansion and contraction earlier. We did an episode on solar cycles of power and then again on lunar cycles of power. So if you missed those, please refer back to our YouTube channel because we talk a lot about what does that mean to be in this cycle of expansion and contraction? Why are they both super important and how is contraction seriously undervalued? Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So as we're looking at, um, at integration and, you know, all of these pieces of, of why it's important, you know, how we kind of mess it up because we have these um, ideas about what our healing should look like. Um, you know, I, I know for me, and I'll just, I'll, I'll give a, a very personal experience of, of having a, you know, an exorcism extraction um, from my field a few weeks ago and 
um, especially the week, the whole week afterwards, but I was really raw. My entire system was really raw and vulnerable. I could feel um, where this energy had been living in my, in my body and um, how I, it was like I could feel myself breathing in that area and I could feel uh, how open that this spot in my body was. And, um, you know, it, it, it felt, I felt like I had just been born and that, that can be an experience that you have. And, and it, it can feel just like, Oh, everything feels very sensitive. Everything feels like I'm, I'm not even able to properly process life. Like, um, um, I'm still trying to, it's like trying to figure out how to walk again. And, um, <clears throat> it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this work. It doesn't, I mean, sometimes even the longer you've been doing it, the like, it's like you've built up the, the, the system enough to be able to do even more intense work, uh, for yourself. And right. so, um, you know, it, it can, it can leave you in a place where you do feel really raw and vulnerable mm -hmm. and emotionally, like you just need to cry and, and have a, an emotional experience and, and that there's nothing wrong with that. There's, it doesn't mean that, you know, it didn't work or, um, you, you did it wrong or, mm -hmm. um, there, there's something wrong with you or you're in trouble or danger or any of those things. It's just this, the, a very subtle and profound shift in the, the fields ar around your body and, and in your, your spiritual body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that you mentioned that I think is really important is that the longer you've been doing this work and perhaps the more uh, practiced you are at integration, the easier it is to think you can just muscle through the process and, you know, work the next day after you have a deep healing session or after you have, right. And I'm one of those people, right? Absolutely. So right, yeah, fully yeah. Acknowledge. I know you're one of those people I'm too. I'm so one of those people. Yeah. I have to mark on my calendar. Yep. Uh, I actually, I actually put in all day busy integration day. Yep. Um, yeah. And, and if I don't do that, I mean, number one, I'll have clients booking me that day and I will regret it. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, number two, I will think that I'll, I'm going to go do something like I will have in my mind, like, Oh yeah, that's, I'm going to go do this thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, it is never a good idea. Right. I one always of, need at least one day of just pure nothing. Yep. Take care of myself. One of the things that I have found is that spirit is so kind and taking care of me when I do that to myself, because if I have an intense healing experience or ceremony experience or whatever the deal is, and I book appointments the next day because I'm super optimistic about, oh, I'll be fine, right? Or, you know, maybe like, oh, it doesn't feel like, you know, that big of a deal. It's, I'm just going and facilitating a whatever thing. And then, of course, you know, I get my ass kicked or something or like, you know, have these major downloads. And then I look at my calendar for the next day and this kind of like, oh, why did I do that to myself? And then my appointments cancel or Usually. reschedule. Yeah. And again, I'm always super grateful, but I'm learning a lesson now not to even put them there in the first place. Yeah. Usually yep. even I had a cancellation today for this afternoon. Awesome. So <laughs> really I don't have any sessions today. I have a couple of phone calls and things to do, but yeah. no proper sessions today Yeah. Uh, other than this. So how do we look at this? Time? What do you mean? Well, there were, someone had more messages. Yeah, oh, there we go. That's it. Oh, okay. I don't know. No. What's that? Okay, cool. Great. Okay. Then so, sneeze. Go ahead. Okay. Go, go ahead. ahead. 
Let's talk a little bit about what have we been doing for integration? We said, oh, we did nothing yesterday. We took a day off, but what does that mean? What does that look like? We, um, again, just to kind of walk you through our, our weekend, we had a, a really beautiful singing workshop on Thursday that kind of kicked Sacred off the process. song ceremony workshop. Yep, it was wonderful. And actually, my, uh, my work that I was receiving started even earlier than that. It kind of sure. started as soon as I got here on Wednesday, and I could feel myself being worked on. I lay down for a nap in the afternoon, and I could feel all these things moving around. I could feel guides working on me, and then I wake up, and I'm having this existential crisis to Cat about, am I supposed to be a healer? Am I doing the right thing? And, you know, am I a good healer? And she's looking at me, like, laughing. Just <laughs> so, so funny. Right, so mine started, you know, again, even days before ceremony. This is also a part of the integration process of integrating the like warming up your system to mm -hmm. the ceremonial work, warming yeah. up your system to pre-integration. Yeah, pre-integration. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so I had that going starting Wednesday. We had a nice kind of easing in Thursday. We had a couple of really beautiful, intense, deep, wonderful ceremony days. And then immediately left from that to go do this galactic channeling right. activation Which thing. was, like, we were after 5 a.m. in ceremony, and then yes. I was up before 9. Yeah. Um, and then driving two hours to, uh, to go a, open a galactic channel, which for, ended up being know, 15 people or so. Yeah, yeah, ended up being, you know, really lovely and intense, intense. and people like screaming, bringing through these galactic beings, we're working on people and opening the channel and, you know, but uh, there was also, um, someone was taking care of us there too, giving us mushroom smoothie yeah. and, um, <laughs> and these uh, neuro supplements and everything just to you know, help us be back in our bodies to be able to facilitate this work. And then we, what did we do? We came back here and we, no, we went, went to sleep. No, we went straight to the store and we bought steak. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. We, we bought steak. And then went to our friend's pool party and arrived just as everyone was leaving. And, Which was perfect for us. Yep, and demanded that the grill be turned on so we could cook our steak. And then we ate our steak and we left. So We're not very good guests. No. Well, but, I mean, it was fine for us. And we actually got to hang out with the person whose party it was and, and actually spent some time. and Yeah, have she, a good conversation. Yeah, she acknowledged that she hadn't really spent time with anybody, you know, when you're hosting a party. So, right, so we ate protein. Big one. Number one. Big one. And for mm -hmm. us... Um, and we understand that everyone has their own um, needs and desires and um, feelings mm -hmm. about uh, protein and how that occurs for them. Um, but, you know, one of the things that I found, I was a vegetarian. I stopped eating meat when I was nine years old. Um, but when I started doing um, the deeper shamanic work and channeling and uh, the mediumship work, um, I, I started receiving the message and, and having dreams about and needing to eat red meat, which was fascinating to me, but, um, cause I hadn't eaten it in so many years. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, it became very clear and I found that it's one of the most supportive things for my system to be able to ground and to, um, and to have the energy that I need, um, to integrate this kind of work. I don't eat tons of meat, but after after these kinds of experiences, I mean, we went yesterday and had burgers, fed burgers, yep. and um, that Delicious. that was really important too. Um, we both felt a hundred times better after that. Yes, yeah. So we had uh, our protein infusion on Sunday evening. We came back here and passed out 
and ended up sleeping. Um, I actually woke up kind of at 4.30 in the morning, just like wide awake. And I was like, gosh, what am I doing? You know, I should be passed out by now. But it was important that I journal. So I journaled a little bit. And then as soon as I was done journaling, I was able to fall back asleep. And we slept till 11. Yeah, which is unheard of in my world. Not in my world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and journaling. Journaling is also a very important integration practice um, because we have these incredible experiences and mm -hmm. they will fade. You will forget. You will not remember the the massive information downloads mm -hmm. because a lot of times you're really, it's like you don't need to remember. You're not really designed to remember. Um, it's too much. It's too much information. Mm -hmm. um, so really allowing yourself some time to journal and write about your experiences and what you got out of it and what your commitments are, what you're determined to change in your life is very important. Yes, that will help. And I love journaling. If you have another means of recording, whether it's, you know, painting or sketching or just, you know, recording yourself talking, then that's, it's just another way of repeating through the information, going through the experience again, and grounding it in your conscious mind. When we're having these intense energetic experiences, they're not necessarily filtering into the conscious waking mind we're having them in the subconscious we're having them in the astral plane we're receiving the energetic downloads but by putting them in an accessible way for our brains our waking brains to look at and digest the information it's another layer of integrating that information and making it accessible in the human form in the conscious form mm -hmm. yeah so journaling we uh sleeping Sleeping, big one. <laughs> and uh, sleeping, 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 sleeping way more. Like, it's totally okay to sleep for 12 hours, 14 hours. Like, mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with you. Um, your your brain needs that time to uh, to integrate what's happened mm -hmm. um, and in your body too, your physical body, especially if you're doing these you know all night experiences and things like that and 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 going a few days with very little rest mm -hmm. um, really vital uh, to get a lot of sleep in the coming days. Um, water. Yes, drink a ton of water. Mm -hmm. um, water and teas and coconut water, um, stuff that's just lots of hydration. Mm -hmm. um, I know that I have, I have really messed myself up in ceremonial experiences and, and having these sort of uh, uh, sessions and not drinking enough water and, mm -hmm. and taking care of hydration. So simple and, and really has to be done. Yeah your mineral and electrolyte balance also as well. So mm -hmm. in addition to water, you know, make sure that you have, uh, again, coconut water is a really good one for that. If you have an electrolyte supplement or other uh, natural mineral rebalancing mm -hmm. mechanisms, then that's really important too, yeah. because your blood chemistry has been affected as right. well. Minerals, so bananas, potassium, mm -hmm. uh, magnesium is very important. Zinc. Um, zinc, so uh, I use, um, What's it? The liquid uh, minerals Mineral in the drops in the water. So that will help to remineralize the body, which is really important. Mm -hmm. um, you know, magnesium's in pretty much every, every chemical reaction that's happening inside your body. So mm -hmm. we use it up pretty quickly and there's not a lot in our food. So yeah, um, and healers, so healers burn through magnesium quicker than other people. Or, I mean, non-healer people. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate is high in magnesium. Dark chocolate. Okay. Yeah. So eat dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. yeah. We said it here first. Right. <laughs> yeah. What, 
What else? Yeah, sleeping. Um, you talked about the what you're taking in in terms of information yeah. and the people that you're interacting with. Mm -hmm. So yesterday we uh, we were here basically. We received a few visitors. You know, we yeah, had unexpected, but it was lovely that we had our visitors. We had some amazing, mm -hmm. beautiful women. You know, other healers who came over and mm -hmm. and sat and had tea and chatted, and it was. But it was very. It was very relaxed. It was very, um, you know, just it was nurturing and, and fun yeah. And, and yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, and these people, you know, who I don't get to see very often because I don't live here, so that was wonderful. But also, they get it right. These are all people who understand the integration process. No one was demanding uh, anything of our attention or energy that we didn't have the capacity to give. They were totally understanding that we were like, you know, way down here in terms of energy, kind of like sitting and nodding over lunch. With, yeah, especially when we went to lunch with a friend of ours, we were basically quiet and just eating. <laughs> so, uh, so be conscious of who are you spending time with following these really significant experiences, and is it someone who you either are not required to hold any space for, or is going to be really understanding of where you're at in your process? You know, being around safe people, safe grounded people who have their own energetic boundaries during this time is really important and wonderful. Yeah, or being around nobody—that's mm -hmm. okay too. Yeah. And then what you're taking in in terms of media, I know we all want to see what's going on in this crazy shit show of our political reality. Do we um, though? But do we want to? Sometimes, because I, I totally do. I'm, I, I do. I, I look at it because it's, there's, there's a certain level of like, you know, train wreck uh, fascination that occurs and we but it's a pattern we get into we get mm -hmm. into the pattern of tuning in and looking at our phone and looking at what's going on on Facebook and looking at the news feed and looking at whatever these things are mm -hmm. that are sort of like you have this pattern and habit of looking at this news outlet mm -hmm. and really nothing's going to happen in in three days that you're not going to be you know you're not going to be okay not knowing about um, if it's really intense, your mom will call you and let you know the really horrible news that's happening. So don't worry about that. Um, and, <laughs> and like you can do without it for a few days. Um, so if, if that's a pattern and a habit, cause it really is for most of us, just a habit of, mm -hmm. of, you know, how we interact with the world and taking information. Um, just see if you can do without looking at your phone for a little while. Yeah. Don't check your email. No, it's okay. It's okay not to check your email. Mm -hmm. It's okay not to check your phone. Um, it's okay not to check your messages or just like to quickly like look through and be like, okay, there's no fires. Um, I'm coming back to this tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, like I'm running a, a course, my healers process course, and, and it's a very interactive course. Um, I had a coaching call on Friday. Um, and you know, I did post some stuff over the weekend because it, I felt like that was really important. Mm -hmm. But I had said, I am in ceremony um, after Monday. I'm going to be, you know, really be able to, you know, I, I did check in yesterday and, and do some, some posting and some interacting with my people. But it was what I had space for. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it wasn't more than that. I, I was very conscious of how much I was interacting and letting myself, giving myself permission mm -hmm. to be like, they're going to be fine if I wait two days on this. Yep. Yeah, it'll be okay. Yeah. Also, some gentle movement practices, you know, as we're talking about uh, bringing the body up to speed with these new energetic downloads. I'm a runner. 
And I haven't been running all week because I've been running my body really hard in other ways, which is fine. And, uh, yay. Bye, Bye. Minnie and Kai. We love you. Have a good flight. Uh, yeah, gentle movement practices. So just, you know, kind of doing some yoga, doing a little, little bit of yoga, little, not like, like crazy face yoga. Nope. Uh, crazy face. Crazy yeah. face yoga. No, just very gentle. Like do a little do bit a of stretching. Restorative. Yeah. Yin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, doing some Qigong and Tai Chi. Yeah. Stuff that, that as you're moving and flowing, your field is starting to fill with energy and light, and mm-hmm. it's just gentle on the body. Yeah, you're creating space in your physical body, or you're, you know, allowing the cells to rearrange themselves. You're allowing the parts of your body to assimilate this new information, and by gently using your breath to move it through, you're allowing that integration process to happen a little more easily than if, and it is important to have stillness too, and yet when you're ready, when you feel like, okay, I can start, you know, moving around a little bit, it's going to uh, further the process as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> in, it, it also in regards to um, we were talking about media and stuff and, and what you're bringing in and taking in. It's totally okay to like watch a movie and, you know, just be conscious, be like, Oh, I'm going to watch this super funny movie that I'm really, you know, that like always makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Like just, it makes me feel good to watch this silly, funny movie. And, um, like just give yourself permission to, to do that. Um, something that's really easy on your system. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, what else? Um, you know, if you have, uh, sometimes maybe like calling your parents isn't the best idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, interacting with siblings. If 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 those things bring sometimes like sometimes if it's like a crapshoot, you're not sure. Sometimes it's great, and sometimes it's like really stressful. Mm-hmm. Just you know, send them a text and be like, hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm super busy, or you know if you know, whatever it is that you need to, to say, and I'll call you on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, that's okay. Right. And one of the things it, that it's important to remember when you're coming out of these transformative experiences, other people have not had the same, ex- the same experience that you have had. It's going to be a little bit shocking to interface with people who have not gone through that same experience. And, or it could, it can be a little bit shocking, you know, but you're all full of whatever revelation you had about, oh, this past life lineage is affecting me in this way because of blah, 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 blah. And all I have to do is this. And my life is radically different now. And you tell this to somebody who doesn't have that same context. And, you know, the reactions can vary depending on, you know, who they are and what context they have. But it's very easy to get a like, huh, reaction or, oh, that's nice, which, you <laughs> or, know, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> right. Or, right. Well, what I, I don't believe that. Doing? Yeah. You know, so please be aware of that as well. But yes, you know, we're all fired up and excited, you know, uh, and you know, you've, you're all fired up and excited from this amazing, you know, workshop that you went to and the spark is really alive in you. Please be a a little bit protective of that spark, mm-hmm. you know, and because if you share it with somebody who can squish that for you, then, you know, then please, yeah, don't let that happen and be really aware of how you're sharing this information. And it's so easy to get carried away. and just want to tell everybody about oh, this amazing revelation. 
And I'm not saying don't tell people, just, you know, be aware of how you're sharing it and with whom and not as a means of like, oh, they won't understand or whatever, but just protection for yourself because you're in a really tender space right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, um, it is really important for us to realize that our mystical experiences are ours. They're very personal, they're intimate, and there are, there are some things that you do not need to ever share with anybody. And I, I know years and years ago, I had a, a very, you know, illuminating conversation around this with someone um, just around how energetically we can actually sort of lose some of the power of the experience by blathering it all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, and I know we get super excited and we're like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you this thing. And, um, and just before you tell somebody about your experience, just do a moment of check-in, like, is this really important to share with this person? Is this going to, is this going to, you know, help me help this person? Like, is this, is this something that needs to be shared or is this maybe something that belongs to me and to me alone and like holding on to it actually makes it more special and gives it more power even. Mm -hmm. We live in a culture in Western society of uh, sharing all the things. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like, so, why are you sharing it? Are you right. sharing it because it's like your ego wants people to know how special you are mm -hmm. or like, you know, how mystical you are or whatever it is. Like, why are you sharing this? Right. What is the, the, the deeper inner purpose of sharing this information? Yeah. One of the things, uh, and this comes through when I teach my Reiki classes where we talk about secrecy around the symbols, the Reiki symbols or secrecy around esoteric knowledge. I know in mystery schools all over, uh, there's this tradition of privacy, uh, especially I think in esoteric traditions in Eastern philosophy, they have a very different relationship with secrecy and privacy where it's not seen as, oh, you're unworthy of this knowledge or, oh, I'm snubbing you by not telling you. That's a very Western attitude toward information where, you know, here in the West, it's like, yeah, share all the things, make all information radically available, like have everything be known. And yet there is something to be said for the respect given by not sharing it everywhere. It's not that there's unworthiness. It's not that there's, uh, again, snubbing somebody. It's I'm respecting this knowledge enough to give it space and time for myself. And if it wants to be revealed, then I will be given the guidance to do so, to reveal mm -hmm. this knowledge or this message or information. Right. You're, you're giving the, it time to integrate. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, and it, it's sort of like, well, you know, coming back to um, our dear brother Kai and the medium's creed and part of the medium's creed is around that all mediumistic information um, comes is directed first and foremost towards me before I you know offer it to others mm -hmm. and so sometimes it takes a while for us to get the information and for us to fully integrate it into our lives to live it to be it to be that be that in the world before we start trying to teach it to others or share it at all absolutely 
Any other integration techniques? Um, yeah. So mm -hmm. another integration technique that's really um, that's really important and beautiful. We were at uh, this lovely uh, singing workshop mm -hmm. uh, with Bettina on Thursday night, and um, she spoke. She said that one of her missions was because she's been doing this work for 20 something years and she said you know one of one of my primary missions is on integration mm -hmm. and the way that she feels that integration is done um you know is is so helpfully done is by singing Mm -hmm. And by toning, by bringing sound into your body and to your field. So um, by, by singing sacred songs, by, um, you know, just vibrating and having that come out into your field, that can um, really help with the integration process of the vibrational shifts that we were talking about that are happening in, in your field. Um, and can very much support this drawing in of light and um, having the field be more nurtured and soothed. Uh, so singing, toning, um, you know, uh, mm -hmm. playing an instrument, you might get inspired to start playing an instrument. And, um, you know, a lot of people through, uh, this, this, these kind of works like, are like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to play this instrument. So, mm -hmm. uh, that can be an amazing way to integrate these works into your life and body. Yep. Breath exercises as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, breathing. Yeah. Moving just, the energy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Anything else? What else can we say? Mm -hmm. I would say uh, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, kind of being careful of what information you're taking in. I would also say, uh, you know, the kinds, the kinds of people generally who have these experiences, who go have healing work or, uh, you know, have ceremonial work or whatever, we like to read books too. So we're taking in information through other people's filters when, when we're doing that. We're reading books or digesting articles or whatever. It's also okay to take a little bit of space from that. Because when we receive information through, uh, through, you know, through reading a book or through um, the study of whatever it is that we're doing, we're inherently receiving it through someone else's filter. It is okay to give yourself a little bit of a break from reading. I know you have your favorite book that's sitting on your bedside that you're reading that is absolutely revolutionary, but you know, allowing yourself to absorb information from one source, meaning this, you know, the ceremonial source or the healing work source at a time is actually really helpful and will help it digest a little bit more because when we're we have this profound firsthand experience then as soon as you bring somebody else's filter into play it can alter that a little bit so i would say you know just kind of take time to digest in your own space in general is always a good idea okay mm -hmm. i have two more uh see if i remember them yeah uh Let's see. Oh gosh, what was that first one? The second one was <laughs> um, we talked about people and about sharing. Um, and so this is this is subtle, but um, uh, sometimes when we have a relationship in our lives, and this can be any relationship that you have, um, sometimes though you might have a relationship that is sort of connected to something maybe uh, karmically. Um, it's connected to you energetically in some kind of way. And sometimes those relationships will freak out uh, because you've had this shift. Yeah. 
you've had a change. So maybe you have um, kind of this karmic intense relationship with your mom or your partner or, you know, whoever it is. And you have a shift. You have a, a, a intrinsic change in your being. Um, they will, because of that energetic connection that you're sharing, feel it. Um, and sometimes they're like, they're not sure what they're feeling, but it's something's different. And so they might have a complete meltdown. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it sometimes is really challenging to then interact with this particular person. So just know that that could happen and it's okay to just go, Oh, that's what's happening and that's okay. And I'm going to give them some space and not make it a big deal and not make it this huge interaction. And, um, it will kind of settle out for sure. Yeah. I thought of one as you were sharing that patience, really patience. Uh, things take longer to percolate out on the physical plane than they do on the energetic plane. For example, if you received a message during your healing experience that, oh, I'm supposed to quit my job and do this. <laughs> be a healer. Right. Be a healer or, you know, make music or, you know, travel the world and learn, you know, whatever. Like anything. People get these messages all the time, yeah. right? It's okay if it takes a minute. Wait. Right. Don't yeah, just, move to, as Kai says, don't move to Peru tomorrow. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Take some space and set yourself up for success by doing it at earth speed because these healing experiences exist outside of earth speed they exist at star speed they exist at spirit speed which is very different so it's okay to give yourself time again to integrate to do all of these amazing practices that we've offered to you to write to sleep to eat to think over it to digest it personally to allow yourself in the most successful way the most easeful way to gently at whatever pace is in your best interest transition out of your job and find a new place to live and move across the country rather than tomorrow like that's it i you know and i'm breaking up with my partner immediately and i'm you know doing all these things immediately it doesn't have to happen immediately it can happen a week from now it can happen a month from now it can happen six months from now because that's how long it takes to integrate change is a, should be a sustainable process a sustainable process that moves at earth speed that ultimately sets you up to move in such a way as to have it be actualized rather than oh again i'm all full of this spark right the new relationship energy of the spirit world i'm so full of the spark that you know, I immediately dump a bunch of fuel on it right away and then it goes out, right? You can feed it gently. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I have one more, which is prayer. Yeah. And, um, you know, sitting and praying and asking for help with integration, asking for help with assimilating these energies into your life, asking for help with knowing the next step of the thing to do, right? Maybe you got this information that you're supposed to be a healer and, and now you're just freaking out a little bit because, well, I'm a healer, but I don't know what that means. And I don't know what it looks like. And I'm not a healer because I haven't studied anything and I don't know what to do. And blah, 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 blah. So, um, you know, one of the, one of the best things that we can do is actually just sit mm -hmm. to tune in, to, to pray, um, to, 
who, whoever you, do, you choose to pray to mm -hmm. and ask for assistance, ask for help, ask for what's the next step on this journey for me? What's just give me the next thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, help me to fortify my field, uh, guide me to the next, um, practitioner mentor or practice that I need to support myself right now. I help, have... help me on the, help me on the earthly plane, right? Help me to do this on the earthly plane. What I thought else? of another one. Okay. Well, courage. <laughs> actually doing the things that you are guided and inspired to do. That's another big one is again, you know, so full of spit and vinegar from this healing experience. And then, uh, you know, give it a couple of days and it wanes. like, Oh gosh, can I really do that? Can I really, you know, quit my job and move to Peru or, you know, whatever other thing, like, am I supposed to break up with this person? I don't know. And then to slip back into these old patterns, these old belief systems. Give yourself space to allow that courage, that fire of courage to burn in your heart. Courage, you know, the root of that word is heart, right? Core. And so the truth of your heart, have the courage to live the truth of your heart and live the truth of these experiences. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. I like how we keep thinking of them. As yeah. Fine. But I think that's it for now. And we're that's about to. Now. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a lot. Right. So integrate this information. <laughs> Use all these techniques that we gave you to actually integrate and absorb this very special podcast episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so Michelle's flying out soon. Yep. And um, we'll be separated again. And But we are uh, here every Tuesday at noon Pacific to uh, offer you these podcasts on the Shaman Sister Sessions. Mm -hmm. And um, you can reach out to us via our Facebook page, Shaman Sister Sessions, or email shamansistersessions at gmail.com. And uh, we love to hear from people and hear uh, how they're integrating the things that we're talking about yeah. or um, topics for shows upcoming. Our YouTube channel has all of our prior many episodes on it, uh, Shaman Sister Sessions. And uh, feel free to reach out to us at any time. We do have one special offer for you as we love working together. And I must say that is one of my favorite things that I got to uh, experience this weekend is working with Kat. I love working with Kat. And we did some amazing healing work together on a handful of people. And it was so much fun. So, much fun. so <laughs> since we love working together so much and our work is... Uh, a very natural complement, similar in many ways and yet completely different in many other ways, we have a special offer for you. If you would like the chance to work with us, uh, we have a three session package offering for $1,800. That includes one session with Kat, one session with me, and one session with us together. So please, if you would like to capitalize upon that and come into harmonious alignment with working with us, the Magical Shaman Sisters, together, you may contact us through the aforementioned means, uh, shamansistersessions at gmail.com or through our Facebook page as well. And uh, that will take place over a month. So you'll have three sessions over the course of our month together. Yeah. And so. lots of support and uh, guidance throughout that process. Yeah. Yeah. And we love doing work together. We do amazing work together. If we say so ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure. And it is our great joy to offer this work to you. Thank you for joining us on the path. Thank you. Bye. Bye.